0: Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Skill Riders Podcast episode number 228. I'm your host, 65Lokes. On the commute again, driving out. Just wanted to do a recap of NNL West 2024. It's all done. It's over. It's crazy. It went by so fast. I was telling one of my friends, it almost seems like a dream, you know? It's like I dreamt that I was out there. And when I woke up, it's like, it's all done. It was over, you know. Uh, definitely a lot of memories um, that happened out there. And and yeah, it was, it was fun. Definitely fun. So, let's start it off from the beginning. Um, Friday, which was the January the 19th. I headed out, got ready, headed out early morning. Um, had to make a trip out to my parents' place, and my daughter was with me like that first hour of the journey into NNL West, so I had to uh, bring her out, they watched her for that weekend, and uh, so it was, it was a, the second time I had to, you know, that this went down like this, so it's like I'm driving, she's in her baby seat, I'm looking back, and, and she's just chilling, you know, playing with her toys, and like seeing, and all that good stuff, and like... <laughs> the front seat's all like Full of Product The trunk's full of product You know The the seat next to her It's like a box with model kits And stuff like that And it, it, She's so good with all my stuff Like she never Touches any of my things She knows that that stuff's You know Mine Or just not to play with You know So she's very respectful about all that And I never I even had to tell her Like no don't touch that Like It's just I don't know, natural or something. She just does not go for my things, you know. And just her being surrounded with all that stuff around there, she was not tempted at all to, like, want to get anything. So that was pretty cool. And, you know, once I dropped her off, I took down the baby seat. And now I had, you know, more room. So I was able to uh, reorganize and just, you know, get everything more um, consolidated as far as space. And then I needed to pick up my friend, Randall You know, for those that were at NNL West You guys might have met him um, He was there uh, with me At my uh, vending booth Helping me vend And and he was also there at the pizza night So I picked him up We headed out You know, it was about five hour drive From his place all the way up Taking the 101 Going north So we're, you know, cruising through Uh like Santa Barbara, Santa Maria, Gilroy, Salinas, you know, all those cities until we reach our destination, Um, San Jose, Sunnyvale area, and, you know, for five hours, it wasn't bad, you know, I guess the more you think, like, oh, man, it's a five-hour drive, or, you know, six hours, or whatever, it, it seems heavy, you know, like, like oh we're gonna probably have to take all kinds of breaks and this and that, and it wasn't that bad. You know we were, you know ob- obviously conversating. Uh, we'd listen to some music, you know, l- small segments of a podcast, just like things that that we were talking about in conversation. That was like oh let me show you this, you know, and it was like. Oh man we're already three hours in And oh we only got two left And then oh just one hour left And next thing you know we're we're already like pulling up Into the area to our hotel To check in You know and, and part of the plan Was to when we got there After check in drop everything off Was to kind of head, head Down to San jo- downtown San Jose And uh, I wanted to check out A record store My friend wanted to check out He was telling me it's like a game collectible store and it, they were literally like four stores f- from each other so if we, went to, if we went we'd park at one place and we could just walk right and that was the plan and I mean these stores closed around 6 and we got around town around like 3 so we were like oh cool like we got time but by the time we brought everything down and everything it was like you know it was already like uh, no, we got in at like, 3.30. So, it was, like, getting close to 4. And I was telling my friend, like, dude, I, I don't think we're going to make it. Uh, I mean, we could make it. But we're not going to be comfortable. Like, meaning we're going to get there. We're going to look at the stuff. And we're going to have to bounce. Because what ends up happening is that you start hitting rush hour. You know, in, in those areas. Everyone's getting off work. There's a lot more traffic. Everyone's headed home. And, I mean, you're in the city. So... It's gonna to be tons of traffic when when it's like non-peak. You know, you're looking at like thirty minute, like a thirty minute drive either way uh, to destinations, but that could be extended to an hour, you know, or more. And that was one of my concerns. I I didn't I didn't want to miss out on anything for the pizza night. You know, it starts at six p.m. and I I didn't want to just you know end up in downtown and kind of be stuck uh, on the road leaving and being like, oh man, like. We're not gonna be there at six. It looks like it looks like we're gonna be there at like seven or something. You know what I mean? Like, and I was like, God nah. And you know, the main purpose of coming out was to go to the go to the pizza meet and not necessarily uh, to go to a, a record store. It's just if you have the time, you know. Uh, the good thing though is that that record store they have a. Uh, like an online they have records on on a website called Discogs it's pretty much a, a record marketplace where various stores and sell records or just that even store is just you know independent sellers sell on there and they have a lot like whatever I'm looking for it's already listed there so I could just order it pay five bucks shipping boom and get it in so I wasn't too much like worried about that you know so and then my friend was like, "Yeah, it's all good. You know, we don't we don't have to go to that store either. Like, you know, it's not, it's not the end of the world. You know." So we uh, we just decided not to. So we kind of hung out a little, and then we took off. We we're like, you know what? This is jam right now. So we left early. We left early over to uh, over there, and man, it was it was crazy. Like when we took off, because um, we did hit some traffic. That's for sure. You know. A little bit, but like the 30 minutes turned into like 40 minutes from our hotel to the uh, pizza spot. But it was cool, though. You know, we weren't in a rush. We were just chopping it up and everything. And we knew we were going to get there early, like at least 30 minutes before six. So that was cool. Mm. Some of my friends were were like already there. So um, it was nice just letting them know, letting them know, like, hey, um, I'm pulling up, you know, they're like, hey, I'm here you know so it's cool um and yeah right right when we got there to uh round table pizza it was at the same same pizza spot same location in the back corner there's a there's a room where i would imagine they would host you know like little birthday private birthday parties and gatherings things of that nature so we were posted up there alex was there well it's cool Alex busted out with some um, stickers, Slice of the West stickers. So those were nice. Those are really nice to see. Um, he had those available right there, giving them out to friends. And uh, so we had the, the Slice of the West stickers. And I brought out a couple of model kits uh, because originally, um, you know, Alex always does his award, the Slice of the West. And I had mentioned to him like, hey, would, it be, would you be down to do like a second award? Uh, and, and, you know, we come up with the name and, and Alex decided to call it, it's just plastic. And I told him, yeah, and I'll, I'll bring, I'll bring some kids, a couple kits kids to give to, uh, you know, whoever you pick, boom, they'll get a kid. So, um, just add a little more to it, you know? And, and yeah, it, it, uh, it was cool. Like. You know, everyone started setting up. I brought my model cars. I also brought an RX-7 that Slowly Models built. And I, you know, started displaying those. Uh, the homie Matt came through started posting up all his JDM builds. And, and you know, little by little, people were just showing up, showing up and putting models. Originally, it started with two tables. Oh, yeah, and then uh, Armando, too. He was... He was there setting up the uh the pink motel. He brought that out along with all the, the model cars from the car clip genocide that he uh replicated. So he that he had that there on the center table. And we all just started putting our models uh, all around. And those two tables, like so six, by six thirty, you know, tables are filling up. By seven, those two tables were full like, they were just full of cars, so there was, uh, you know, um, more people showing up with cars, and they just weren't sure, like, where to put them or what, so, you know, it was like, fa- like, fasting, you know, Alex, my homie Javier, uh, Matt, and, like, others, they, they acted fast, and they were like, hey, what if we just, like, uh, move this table there, let's connect another one, and let's move stuff around, so, you know started moving chairs around and everything and next you know there was a third table boom more kids i mean more kids more cars started filling that up too and finally the the table that had a pizza that alex had had purchased the you know the the, at first you saw the the large pizzas chilling right there next you know they're all like you know gone like people getting the pizza and then (laughs) Once all that got cleared away, it was not that that table was now taken over by model kits. So it got it got swooped up. It was just now nothing but uh, but cars, and man, it was packed. Like there was so many people there. It was one of those things where it just it was almost like the like the first time, like the first time the pizza thing started, that when Alex did it. It was, like, a huge turnout of people. And this is, like, 2019, I want to say, when it was that first time. And, you know, everybody was just excited, jazzed to be there. Because, you know, the next thing was NNL West. And and then, um, you know, obviously, there wasn't one for 2020. And, and maybe, I, I can't remember if, if even, like, you know, 2022... But there was a gap, obviously, and and just like now, this one, it just, it was like we're back on track, you know. Like people made the trip, people came out, and you know, people are chop- chopping it up. You could you could overhear people asking questions to others about bills and stuff like that. So that was pretty nice, and just having everything so grouped together was dope, you know. Um, and I went live a few times on different platforms. So, I went live on YouTube, on my YouTube channel. And then I went live on TikTok. And then I went live on Instagram. So, I was just showing, um, you know, all the models that were there. The the three times that I went live. And, you know, I just... I wanted to just share, uh, and let it, you know, what I was seeing there. I know at some point... And some of the... When I was live, it would cut out a little. Or it was a little... It might have been a little distorted. uh, Just because of the connection um, out there. With the Wi-Fi. But I did manage to... uh, To get in... Some recordings. Like, somewhat of a clean recording. And, uh, you know, for those that couldn't make it. I'm pretty sure they were like, man, I wish I could have gone. You know. um, That I normally go. Because, yeah, there, there was a... A nice turnout of people that were there, and and just a lot, a lot of neat and new models, even uh, models that we've seen before. But still, it's like you want to bring out all your cars, you know, for those because there are there is people that show up from far who this might be their first time, and you know now they got a chance to see that model up close, you know, and see the like the details, the paint job, the. The clear coats and all that. And I'm sure everybody left very inspired, you know. Um, by the time it was uh, 9 p.m., it was, like, time to wrap up, you know. People started getting their cars, started packing up, heading heading out. Uh, back to their hotels or or if they live nearby, you know, back to their homes. Just to get ready for the next day because the, the next day was going to be, like, an early event. And, uh, yeah, for, like... So, for the night, you know, a couple of people got selected uh, for their builds, and and it, it was just like, they were just super happy, and, you know, people left, others still hung out for a while, and it was, it was like around 10 now, and I was like, yo, like, I was telling my homie, we should jam, dude, because, you know, we, I gotta, let's get something to eat, I know it's late, but let's just get something, and then let's just chill, and kind of get ready for the next day, because... We got to be up early. We got to be out there early, and and it's, and at the same time we knew that there was gonna be a, a football game the next day, so we were at first we didn't know what time we thought oh man it's gonna be morning you know that that could affect the show but later we found out it was it was gonna be in the evening, uh, so we were like oh cool you know it's not it's not really gonna by the time we're getting out of NNL West. Uh, That's that's barely popping off. You know, there might be a little traffic leaving. But as far as coming in, we don't have to worry so much. And, you know, we uh, we went back, got things organized. So the plan, you know, it could be executed easy in the morning. And basically we just had to like load up, load up the car and take off. You know, get grab some coffee and just take off. Um, for some reason, I felt like setup was earlier. I always felt like, oh, maybe setups like at seven, but it wasn't. It was at eight. We got there at seven thirty. There was already people unloading, so we got there a great time uh, to unload our stuff, uh, get it in the venue, and then uh, be able to park in the structure. And, uh, and it was cool because even the people that were, uh, you know, uh, ushering like the parking spaces and all that, those guys were super nice. And before you, you really wouldn't see anybody working there, you know, on their post, you would just pull up, park and, and you're in. But I think due to the game, they really wanted people who were coming out for the model show to be able to come in and park in their parking structure for the model show and not have, like, you know, a bunch of people pulling up to tailgate and be there all day, you know. Uh, there's always events and different things going on, uh, you know, those weekends. So, you know, I think they wanted to just make sure that people were accommodated and were able to find parking, you know, because that's always a, a nerve-wracking thing When you're so excited... Or you got tickets to go to an event... Or something... And... It's like... You're... You get there... And then you... And then there's no parking... And you're like... Well... How's this gonna work? You know? And... In some way or another... You try to make it work... And you end up parking so far... You know? And... (laughs) And sometimes it's inconvenient... Or sometimes there's just no parking... Where you just have to leave, and you end up just not being able to go to the show or, or the event. And it's sex when that happens, you know, you're like, what the heck? Like, that's not cool. But over here, I mean, I don't, I don't think anybody really had to worry about that, because everything was cool. You know, you just gotta, you just had to tell them, going to the model show, cool, come in, you know, park right here. So that, that was dope. So, you know, getting there early morning you pull in through the back there's a, a a big door that they open and and you know we we had a little cart where we will them all our stuff and we start setting up our table i pretty much brought all the like every liberty walk kit i have by aoshima and you know a bunch of various like honda kits from like tamiya uh fujimi that I brought with me, and um, along with a lot of tools, uh, waterside decals, uh, fuzzy fur, and uh, you know, I brought a couple of T-shirts that I had um, as well in, in a large. That I was like, you know what, I'll bring, I'll bring these because uh, I do have them. I've had them for a little bit, and uh, magazines. So it was like a variety. I did I did record and post videos of the table, so that that was pretty dope. Like just seeing it all come together, and then everybody else like setting up their tables. You know, um, next to us was uh, uh, these two guys. They almost look like brothers. You know, I could be wrong, but they had a, a store in San Jose, and they were set up there. They were selling like uh, paint from Mr. Hobby. And also, um, like some tools of Mister Hobby, but it was it was cool, like seeing their racks and their setup and everything right there, you know, because um, you never really get to see that kind of stuff, you know. So seeing that, I was like, oh man, that's that's pretty dope, you know. And and then everybody else just like model kits galore, right? Like everywhere, open box, brand new, and whatnot. And, and you know, once we were done setting up i mean there was still time for uh for them to open the doors you know that that wasn't going to happen until like nine so we still have we still had a little bit of a time to just kind of hang out and you know people who uh who vended who were vending were able were just roaming around trying to see what what they could find you know and, and making those like early bird purchases Uh, of things, you know, and uh, finally, when when it was like nine, they started letting people in, and you just start seeing just a crowd of people walking in with all their models, uh, setting up, you know, picking out the table where they were going to be at, filling out their forms uh, for the paperwork, and just kind of setting up their models out there. And it, it was just nice to uh, to see all that. You know, I brought my models, but I I didn't put them out on the tables. Uh, like, I didn't want to leave them in the car, so I had them in, in, under my the, my table the whole time. And I was supposed to display them on my table, but that didn't happen just because of the space. I didn't have any any space. But I at some point I like forgot about them. Meaning, like you know, after I set up, I, I knew they were there, but I just didn't think anything of it, I was just like, you know, I was just kind of just focused on on the vending part of things, so, uh, you know, the, speaking with a couple friends, they kept rumoring that that this was the last NNL, and this and that, but I was like, I doubt that, you know, because they would have said something, and uh, later, I started to find out that it was actually, they were announcing next year next year would be the the last NNL so this one was their 38th NNL this this next one would be their 39th and the 39th would be for scheduled for 2025 most likely January and and that would of course be the last NNL is from what they're saying um there was like a a, a paper or like a po- it looked like a poster that they uh posted there I did hear the guy the host uh which is like their DJ um on the mic who reads out like the raffles he did mention we'll see you next year and they were busy dude like there was a lot of people a lot of people came out to NNL like NNL looked more promising like the year before it was slow you know there wasn't that many people there it was somewhat slow but it's like a build-up you because you also got to consider, all right, even the year before that, they had it on a different date, and then, you know, dates changed and stuff, and people who had all these, like, bookings originally had to cancel, like, hotels, flights, and all that, so that, that really affected uh, a lot of people, like, where it costed them money, you know, and, um, and they didn't get to experience, like, the NNO and all that, so... Um, I know for like this one, it was kind of like, oh man, uh, kind of in that same boat, you know? Uh, I mean, not this one. Uh, it's almost like, were they going to come? Uh, maybe, maybe not, but you know, it kind of, uh, I think for some people they were like, cool, you know, things are, things look back to normal because it's always in January. But one time they couldn't do it in January it had to be done like during the summer, and that's what threw people off, you know, and, and now it it feels like it's back in its course, it's back in, in, in its place of, of what it's, it's, it's gonna be at, you know, which is really awesome, and, and now with that, you know, you have, uh, like, next year coming up, if it's really their last one, then that needs to be promoted heavy now, like, right now, not, fucking two months out, oh, in and out, January, Nah, nah, nah. you can't sit back, like, you gotta start promoting the hell out, out of it now, like, you know, that, like, the flyer needs to be done already, boom, booking, boom, like, all this stuff, right, Oh, or even if you don't got a day, at least uh, some type of flyer announcing, like, this is the last one, I'll do whatever I can. To spread word, you know, obviously with this podcast right now as I'm recording this, letting everybody know that they already announced in a in a paper that they had there at the show that 2025 would be their last show and that would be their 39th event or 39th anniversary per se. So for those that are listening, also, if you could please start letting people know. Uh, those that attend, you know, start spreading the word. This is the last one; it's official. Uh, they they made that that announcement right there, and we're just you know passing on the word because uh, you know there's not going to be another one, you know, especially there. You know, I mean, you do got to consider there's there's a lot of money involved in that, meaning like to book to book the place. I mean, they're a nonprofit organization. But when it goes down to, like, booking a venue, you got to front the money. And I'm sure a lot of that comes from personal, financial, you know. It's a high risk to put down and with no guarantee of return, right? And, and I'm, I'm just assuming, I mean, if, if, you're per, if you're fronting from your personal to the nonprofit organization, you know, once, once the event's done, then you get reimbursed you know, because you had to front your money at the time, um, so, it's, it's very interesting, but at the same time, it's, it's like, you know, from what the guys are saying on the flyer, it's like, they're getting older and everything, and and it's like, man, you know, it's, it's a lot of work, it's a lot of responsibility, that's for sure, and now, um, it's coming, it's coming to a, to an end, you know, um, so, it, it's, it's pretty much like, think of like GSL, okay? Like GSL, last year, that was the last one, right? And it's kind of the same vibe, like, you know, people hosting it, running it, that are passionate about doing this. Uh, they're, you know, they're up there in age. And when you're older in age and you're doing this, it's really hard you know it's hard on your body it's hard on your mind it, it there's a lot that goes along with a lot of baggage you know when you're young you can handle all this you're excited you're pumped you know you're you're just down you're down to uh, to do the work and everything you know but from doing it you know 30 40 plus years it's like you know you feel like man it's it's coming to an end you know and um Sometimes it's tough. Like you, you want it. You want the legacy to continue, you know. But you do need a a crew of people to pass that torch onto, you know, because it's not just it's not just like you know one person. You know, it's got to be a group for sure of people that come together and um, and continue it. So I predict that next year there's gonna be a lot of people going to NNL West you know I'm de- I definitely want to go you know I definitely want to go to this last one um, you know book a table again to vend but you know I for sure I think I, I'd like to build some some new stuff to to bring to that one and just have it out like there um, at, at the tables you know um, I don't know it's, it's like a like a bittersweet thing you know. Um, I'm sure those guys would be relieved. Like, oh, man, it's done, you know, like happy, like it's all over with. But at the same time, sad because it's like, well, man, you know, like when the next January kicks in, they're going to remember. And it's crazy, man, because it's there's always when you start something, it's it's new, it's exciting. and, And and then you get used to doing this for so many years that it's a part of you. It's part of your identity. It's part of what you do. And eventually, you know, you have your ups, your downs. You you go through everything uh, with this project, you know, or with this business venture. And then, you know, you grow. You grow along with the business where you finally reach a point where you're up in age and stuff where... It's, it's just, it's time to hang it up, you know It's time to uh, take that hat off and, and just put it down And, and you know, it's It could be, it could be sad or, or you know, it could be a good thing it, It's just so many different emotions that, that roll around with it, you know um, And everybody goes through it, you know Everything has its time A beginning and an end You know, um, people will always remember the good times. People always remember, you know, when something crazy must've happened, whatever, but it's always like the heyday, you know, of when things were like going on and, and eventually it's like coming to an end, you know? Um, I, I always think about like my father's, uh, flower shop business and like, and then more looking back more of the history of my father when he started his career and the flower industry to where he's at now you know still active still operating his business but eventually you know that's gonna come to to an end where it's time to close the business you know and everything and and I know I know that you know even for myself I'm gonna be like feeling a lot of emotions. I'm going to be feeling regretful. I'm going to be feeling sad. I'm going to be feeling happy. I'm going to be feeling all these like different, uh, types of emotions, you know? Um, when I say regretful, I'm meaning like more like, like, man, uh, you know, I regret not like fully taking the business over, like fully being like, a like a florist like a, you know I guess I think they I think they consider I think uh, when, when you reach that it's like a master like that master level it's almost like a teacher you know um, where you where now you know uh, you know because obviously there's levels to it you know with, with floristry um, so like being able to be on that level and just like take over take it over to continue the legacy for like another like 30 years let's say right um, that, then also, like, just the sadness of, like, when the holidays pop up, Valentine's, Mother's Day, which are, like, really holidays that are very busy, where you all hands on deck, you know, um, it's a rush, you know, not, not experiencing that anymore, you know, um, if I pass by old locations of where we were, just, like, People will look at that and just look at at like an empty space, but in my mind, I'm still looking at life. I'm still looking at like I'm visually imagining people walking in and out, or or, or just being behind that counter, or just being there, present in the store, you know, or just visually seeing what was being created, what was coming in and out, things like that, you know. Um, and then the the happy part would be more, you know, you know what, out of all these years, we met a lot of people, Uh, we did do a lot of great things for people, you know, we were there for a lot of people that needed help, Uh, you know, especially during hard times, people that had a lot of loved ones that passed away, Uh, you know, all the funeral services, floral arrangements, birthdays, anniversaries, weddings, sweet 16s, uh, newborns you know, get well soon, you know, like, people asking their significant other out, you know, so many different things, so many connections with all these people that, you know, if it wasn't for that, we, we, we would have never met all these people, uh, the experience, like, experiences that I, I gained from that business, you know, things like that, and, you know, I'm, I'm always paying attention when I'm going to like a restaurant or a business and I see that, Oh, this is family owned and operated. You know, it's like, Oh, cool. You know, I, I, I could relate to you guys, you know, on that aspect, we got something in common. Also when, you know, I see like, Oh, this business has been in business for like 20 years, 25, 30 years. It's like, Oh man, that's a trip. You know? Um, I think about my father's business all the time on how, how Long. And then, you know, when they reach that ending point, when now you see them gone, and I mean, within these last couple of years, I've seen so many like businesses gone, closed out, and done. A lot of it has to do with uh, the pandemic, the closures, things just caught up. Uh, you know, mm-hmm rent not being able to be uh to be paid anymore uh there, there's a lot of a lot of that and um, and yeah it's it's a trip it's a trip like all these um all these things you know when you see a business a business just closed maybe management you know was poor spending was poor you know it could be various various things um but when you see a business that's been around for so long and then see it go out, it's it's pretty impactful. You're like, man, especially when it's one of those small mom and pop shop businesses that you would support and stuff, you know. But then again, when you when you see the owners, you know, already up in age and they're working and I and mean, you would be like thinking, man, they're like in their 70s and they're still working here like they should be retired and they could, you know, barely function and stuff and you start to feel bad, you know? And and then they finally do it. It just it just comes to an end, you know. The business is closed and they just have to enjoy the rest of their life, you know. It can't be just working the rest of their lives. And and it's over, you know? And then something new replaces it and then that's it, it's history. Like people forget or people just un, are unaware, you know? They just don't know. Like whatever went on what happened there and whatnot you know um and that's you know that can be sad too but next year january that's the nnl um west 2025 last year i hope when they do that when they say nope the next year's in that last year you know so they hit that 40th hit that landmark year you know milestone landmark milestone year uh maybe they could do some t-shirts some stickers some pins some bags no i'm not throwing all this out there they're probably listening i don't know if they're listening to <laughs> they're probably like, this this was saying it was all crazy saying he wants all this stuff all this merch but um yeah you know i, I walked around everywhere uh at some point took a lot of photos of a lot of cars. I couldn't take video just because my phone's, like, maxed out with, like, stuff. I, I got to, like, back it up and, and, like, delete a bunch of stuff off my phone. But I did manage to just, like, you know, take so many pictures of cars, which was fun because I, I miss doing that. So it was fun doing that. And, and then I also ch- checked out all the, the vendors that were there, all the stuff they were bringing out. And uh, I, I didn't buy anything. Which was kind of wild because I, I did feel like I wanted to buy something. Like, I was like, you know, I always buy something. I want to buy something. But I did not see anything that I wanted to get. So, I ended up not buying anything, unfortunately. And um, and I wasn't trying to resist either. I just didn't see anything. Because most stuff I was like, well, I already have that. Like, you know, I've had it and I never built it. And I moved on from it And then I was walking around and, and I saw like a 62 Bel Air I saw a couple of them And I just love that box art And I already have the kit You know back at home But in my mind I was like you know what Maybe I'll buy that Maybe I'll get the 62 So uh, Luis um, LXC Models On Instagram He was uh, walking by and I'm like hey what's up and he's like, he's like, hey, and I told him, hey, uh, I told him, hey, come with me, help me find a '62 Bel Air. And he's like, yeah, cool, just look so at kick it, you know. We're walking around, and we're like looking, and those those two that, because he was like, yeah, I think I saw, I saw them. I know, I think I know what you're talking about. They should be over here somewhere. We go over there, and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We go there, they're all gone. <laughs> and I was like, oh man, okay. Like people snagged them up, and then that was it. You know, I was like, all right, well, there we, there you go. Um, that that prevented me from buying anything, so I didn't buy anything, at all. I was just like, man, that's crazy. I thought I thought I was gonna be buying like a kit or, or two or something. Last year I bought a bunch of kits, you know, I bought a bunch of JDM kits and stuff, and this time I didn't, I didn't see anything. So yeah, I. They didn't end up buying anything. Um, my friend did. Randall bought a bunch of stuff. Mm, he always finds stuff. So, he ended up picking up some stuff. And um, and then finally, um, once they started announcing the, uh, the People's Choice Awards and all that stuff, the picks. I started seeing people kind of start packing it up, you know. And... And then I started seeing a lot of... I saw some vendors calling it quits early, like at 1.30 or so. And I was like, oh, man, what? Did they sell out or what the heck? And, and I don't know. I just, I just started seeing some people pack up. But an hour later, 2.30, you know, they started announcing stuff. And then it's like, all right, it's time to bounce. And uh, we started... Uh, I was like, you know what, dude? Let's just pack, bro. Let's just jam because that game is going to start soon. People are showing up, you know. And I think we should go where it gets all crazy so we started packing up and and then um we were just like outside loading up the car and yeah you see crowds of people just walking through um you know to get to the stadium uh, over there and i think it's the what the the, the Lev, levi's or Levy stadium i don't know i could be wrong i don't know i don't even i honestly don't even watch sports i'm not a sports guy I'm more into combat sports, I, lo- I-, I love watching MMA, boxing, I don't want to say I-, I love watching boxing, I like watching boxing, I watch it, but I'm more in tune into, I like mixed martial arts. And then from there, I start watching other stuff that I come across, whether it's, like, kickboxing or, like, jujitsu stuff. I like all that stuff. I like watching all that competitive stuff. That's my thing. Um, but as far as, like, other, like, sports, or sports, traditional sports, you know, that most people watch, not, nah. And not that I don't want to. I mean, if it's on, it's on, you know. But I'm not watching it, like, hardcore all the time, you know. <clears throat> but It's all good You know Like I watch the other stuff Like when it's on psh, It's on Dude I took There was like a fight UFC fight uh, That night And I was telling My homie David uh, Me and him always text each other During the fights When all, the, all these main events Main events pop up And I'm like And he's like Hey are you gonna watch the fight tonight And I was like ah, If I make it I was like If I not nah, I'll, check, I'll check on X Or Twitter You know I'll check highlights. I'll see what's up, but uh, I definitely want to want to um, check that out. And then I thought I was gonna get home at midnight because it's you know the five hour drive. No, nah, I got home like around nine p.m. Not so bad at all. And I and I was able to get home and watch the main event at the end. I made it just in time to see the fighters walk out, do the intro, and then see the fight go down and end. So it was like, I was like, dang, like, that was pretty cool. So like, at least I got to see that. So, you know, I saw David at NNL and then <laughs> later I'm texting him at night. Yeah, I made it. I'm like watching this thing right now. So it was cool. Um, so one thing, um, you know, I, w- I wanted to bring up and I was very shocked to find out the news at NNL is, uh, um, uh, model builder slash artist, uh, you know, he's, uh, one of the homies, Mike Alvarez passed away, and, uh, I had, I didn't even know, but it, it was earlier this month in January, you know, from what they were telling me, it might have been, like, I think a week and a half, and I was, I was completely shocked, you know, um, and when I was hearing about this, you know, when they said Mike and his last name, I, like, he popped in my head, but I wasn't, I wasn't too sure. I was like, I don't know, is, is it, is it that Mike? Because there's other Mikes that I know, you know, and I was like, I don't know, you know, and, and Mike, Mike's not on, he's not like on You know, like on Instagram or anything like that. You know, it's more low-key. And, you know, man, how long has it been? I, I don't know if it's been like five years or eight years from when I met him. And every, like, almost like every model show in Southern California, and even the NNLS, he's always there. Always, you know. And it tripped me out you know like when i heard the name and i was just like thinking thinking but i but i didn't like talk to anybody else you know like to get about it you know at the show because i had heard about it and then i was just like 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 but when i want to go take photographs of models right i was doing all these rows when i got to the final row uh I mean, the, that final row, it's really the first row when you walk into the venue. But since I started backwards from the back to the front, you know, I was getting to, to the last row. And, and there they had a photograph of Mike. They had his model kits or models that he built and an award, like a trophy that he had received. And, and it was him. And it was that mic that that popped in my head, but I still wasn't too sure, right? And I was like, what? I was just tripping out to see that photograph of him. You know, he's all he's smiling, he's holding the award. And I was just like, I couldn't believe it. Like, what? Like he passed away? Like that's crazy. Like how? You know, like all these all these like you know, questions and thoughts start going through your head. And I'm like, damn, that's crazy. And you know, with with Mike, I always, um, you know, like every time I would see him, you know, we say what's up, we talk for a bit, and then, you know, we go we go about our ways during the show. But since the shows, you know, you're you're in the same room, you're still seeing each other constantly, right? Because you're there for, think about it, if you're there from like seven a.m. and the thing doesn't end till three p.m. It's, it's like all those hours, you know, like of just you're in the same room. So you, stu- you still like run into them like, yo, what up? Oh, check this out. And then, you know, and then you talk again later and then you chill. Then you talk, you know, so the, you're always constantly talking with people at these shows, right? And I remember with him, he'd come over, you know, we talk and whatnot. And then, you know, by the time we'd be like hanging out by where the models are talk over there and then about what we're seeing and all that and um and then i remember it was always cool because there would always be a point where you know he would start showing me on his phone uh what he was working on and mike was known to build 143 scale that was like his thing. he was he was known for that uh he had an eye for that he was like just highly skilled it's, and I would ask him, like, man, what's up with, uh, with the 143, and, and, like, just for him, it's, like, you know, it's, it's just one of those scales that's, like, you know, not that many people do it, it's, it's pretty, like, a like, a rare kind of thing, you know, I mean, there's people that do it, but it's not, like, a lot of, a lot of people, um, do it, you know, so it was, it was quite interesting to, uh, him to be doing that, because, you know, it's more common to do all the other scales, 124, 125, 132, you know, and even 132, it's like, okay, like, this is a small one, close to that, but then this is 143, this is something very different, and, you know, I finally got to see his cars in person, there at the show, uh, laid on the table, I took photographs, of the mod- his models his photograph his, his uh his award and even that award that he got dude it's it's like a huge trophy um he got that at the nhra uh, museum that was that show that took place around november um i was in mexico or coming back from mex i i could not go to that show um uh, you know to van that all because I, I was out of town um during during uh, during that one there but it's kind of it's kind of crazy, you know. Um, I think, man, if I would have gone to that show, that you know, that would have been the last time I I would have seen him. You know, the last time I saw him was at Orange Con in, of last year. That was the last time I saw him there. And you know, I was thinking he was gonna be over here. I really, you know, because he's he's always there. He has a friend that he's, he's always with, and his friend Ben's at mostly all the shows, and, and I know those two guys are always together, so I expected, like, him to be there at this event, and he wasn't there, so, you know, finding the news and then seeing that photo, I was just like, oh, man, like, you know, I, I felt I felt sad, like, bad for him, you know, I was like, man, like, he passed away, like, what the hell, like, that's so crazy, you know, and. And it's just... I don't know, man. It's just really crazy. Like, you start seeing more and more and more people just, like, pass away, pass away. You know? Like, at a rapid rate, though, it's not like, you know, once in a while. No, nah, it's, it's like a lot of people, you know, um, that are in the hobby and even not in the hobby that I know of. And I'm like, yeah, this is kind of a trip. Um, and I always... I always think like, well, I mean, a lot of people, you know, people get sick, people, uh, can get a d- disease, whatever, right? There's different ways people pass um, and and we don't know that, you know, sometimes we don't know that, not, not everyone's going to disclose their personal information or, or you don't know the mental state too of someone, you know, someone could just take their life and, and, and stuff like that and, and it's sad, you know, um, I, th- I think, uh, you know, if people feel that way, I hope they would uh, be be strong to just reach out to someone, and, you know, or at least, if you can't reach, at least, like, throw, throw the white flag out there, you know, let everyone know, like, yo, like, something's up, so then this way, you know, others can reach out to you, and, you know, we can go from there, like, because yeah, it, it's it's really hard. It's really hard uh, seeing those things, and you know, as far as like you know, the taking care of yourself, you know, it's it's really on the person, you know. If if they want to be healthy, you know, I mean, exercise is a huge factor. What we consume in our body is a huge factor what we expose our bodies to is a huge factor you know um uh, and a lot of things but um i don't know just try to just try to take care of yourself and each other you know but i don't know i uh, <clears throat> i wish i could see you know that mike could come out more shows you know i wish he was still around and stuff like that but yeah rest in peace to him and condolences to his family and friends you know his loved ones and all you know people around him that knew him and stuff and and yeah it's it's crazy man um i was just completely shocked you know uh from that and and it's just you know we gotta we gotta continue to move forward but also uh keep those in memory you know Every everybody who was here on it on this earth that we um, you know exchange words with we you know that you did things with you gotta always remember them you know because um, they were here for a reason and 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 you know they did their work they're done and you know now now it's like. We got we got to continue on, you know. We got to, we got to move it forward, um, em, embracing them and, and thinking about you know everybody, everybody that we have that that's passed away, you know. And because um, yeah, it's it's tough, man. It's it's tough, but um, but yeah, I mean, R.I.P. to him. But uh, I'll uh, I'm gonna post you know like the the pictures and, and photos and stuff of him you know, later, so people could see, and, because um, today, today is, what, Tuesday, so it's, you know, I'm fairly recovering from the trip, and all that, I mean, Monday, I was busy doing stuff, it was raining like crazy yesterday, now it's all sunny, it's all nice, you know, but it's just one of those things where I'm like, alright, back back into the routine of things, and and uh, just... You know, overwhelmed from the trip, and I got to just, like, start cranking out that content again, putting it out, um, before I start to get more busy for, uh, February, and, uh, and, yeah, and just get back into, into the groove of things with building, you know, I did, I did, uh, on the last one I had mentioned about the, uh, the PZY, resin Huracan kits, the Liberty Walk, the Silhouette, I had received, uh, I did receive those those kits, uh, they're two different kits, I mean, they're pretty they're pretty much the same, it's just one of them is more like a convertible, like you could take off the top, off one, and then the other one is just like a hard top, and um, I sold out of the hard top ones, which was the one that has the purple artwork. That, that car is, like, completely sold out. I'm all out of that. Uh, I'm still... I still have a few more of the one that's the convertible top with... Uh, but it does come with the piece. You can still glue it on if you don't want to do convertible top. So, you can still seal that up and have it, you know, um, as, like, a hard top. So, I still have uh, that there. And I only have a few of those left. And those are the ones with the blue artwork or the, like, the blue livery on that cover. So, those are, those are the last ones that I have there. Um, I mean, once I sell out, you know, I don't know. I don't know if I'm, I'm going to get any more. Um, I mean, I, you know, did get people hitting me up on them. Um, people grabbed them. And, you know, now it's like I can't wait to see them being built. So... Who knows, you know, I might, I might get more, might not, you know, it's, it's right now, right now it's like, it's a no, you know, but if I, but down the road, if I change my mind, and if they're available, then, then I might get more, but we'll, we'll see, we'll see, Uh, but if you're looking for one, they're here, you know, they're already here in the U.S., and, you know, yesterday I shipped a bunch of them out, and, and I got, you know, a couple more that are going to go out tomorrow, Wednesday, so if, uh, if you want to order one, they're there. They're, they're available and they'll be going out this week. Um, there's also more product that dropped that I should be receiving. I mean, I already got it. I just got to put it on the site. But the, uh, the Nunu new, new Hobby, uh, they, uh, there's a couple of Volvo's. With like, ra- like racing livery bubbles that uh, I received. So those are going to be going up soon on the site. They look pretty dope. These were ones that got delayed. Uh, you know, they, they were supposed to come out. Probably one of them I think was supposed to come out like maybe two years ago. Now it's probably been two years. It finally came out. Um, I want to say late last year and early this year it was it was available and and it's a volvo and i was tripping out on that because i remember i still remember when i got the the pre-orders for that and i went ahead and and i pre-ordered my copies of it and then i started i started making that available on my site as a pre-order and i i got some pre-orders on it but man this thing was lagging lagging so much that um, in the pre-orders, some of them just ended up getting uh, substituted for other items instead because there was other items that they wanted so they just decided just to pretty much substitute that kit, that pre-order for just other stuff just so we could close out the order and then when these were going to come out later just be able to just get them then. Uh, But man, I, I remember that and that was a long time ago, you know? And that's also... You know, those are like the reasons why I stopped doing pre-orders on items. Just because you're, you're not even guaranteed of, of when it's going to show up. They could tell you, oh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be available in, in, let's say, June. But if they discover something went wrong and they've been printed, then that gets canceled. And then they push it back. So manufacturer will push back the date. And then that June could become like December. And then later that could change. And then that could be pushed out to the next year, you know, to March. And what sucks is, uh, you know, if you're doing that pre-order, you know, your customer's been waiting all this time. And, and then you have no control over it. So it's, it's just like, you know, you just have to keep your customer in the loop. But still, it's just, that's a long time. And I just didn't want to do that you know, I just don't want to do no pre-orders, you know, I do get hit up from people from time to time, like, oh, can I pre-order this, pre-order that, and I'm just like, no, I'm sorry, you know, we don't, we don't do pre-orders, so, it's just like, once I get it in, it's in, and, and, and available, and, you know, and, and that's it, and if, and if we could get more, we'll get more, you know, but, but yeah, it's, it's tough, it's tough, Uh, I've seen other online stores kind of cut back and stop doing the whole pre-order thing too for those reasons um because yeah that i feel like the the pre-orders could hurt your business too it, you know it can make people think like oh well you're not even coming through you know or oh this is all bs or whatever and uh, and it sucks because it's, it's it's out of you know the store's control it's more in the control of the manufacturer um and even then I remember back then, man, they would lag it so much to get, like, kids from, from overseas, like, if... Because they're shipping them in the containers. And it was like, damn, this is taking forever, like, forever to get here. And now, I mean, now they've been kind of on it quick. It's been a little bit more faster. But there was a time where, man, it would take, like, six, eight months just to get something... That, that was released it was supposed to come out you know back then and, and you're barely getting in that was kind of whack you know but now things seem to be back on track so so we'll see but but yeah you uh i'll be posting a, a video soon on that on, on what arrived regarding like kids and the tools and stuff like that so uh you guys can check out scaleriders.com for the latest. Um, more things coming up. I mean, it's the, the new year. It's 2024. Let's uh, let's build. No limits. I mean, this is the time, you know, that we got to take it to that next level. Every year, there's something new. You know, someone's always doing something new, a new detail. Um, something new is being printed, a new tool is being created. And we just got to put all this stuff to use. We have to uh, build that confidence knowing that, that we can do it, you know. And we just got to keep pushing uh, pushing forward to see how far we can take this, this hobby. So uh, so this is uh, 65 Lokes checking out. I'm going to let you guys go. Um, hope you have a good day, a good week. And see you guys on the next one. Peace out. Peace.